the furniture industry weighs in on the value and the future of markets. A FAM production. Furniture and mattress. FAM.news. Hey FAM, Adrian here. Is it just me or is it COVID that changed the way the industry is looking at trade shows? Was that already happening before the pandemic hit? In 2021, there were fewer markets because of COVID, naturally, and that may be the case for 2022 as well. Just look at all of the markets that were already postponed in 2022. SIF, the VIFA Expo, Salon de Mobile, the Malaysia EFE, and Mason Object. But that's not even the full list. In terms of the markets that did happen, how many were in terms of productivity? The Emma Mason CEO, Lenny Kartinov, says that markets were less significant and that might be what we see continue. He went on to say that as a retailer, we have a number of different retail operations in the furniture space. And I think that markets are becoming much less important. The reason for that is because markets offer an opportunity to see new products and figure out where the design direction is going and meet with vendors. And right now, the industry is just really depleted. Plus, what I see in my own business and that of my peers is that everyone is focused on logistics and everyone is focused on getting product. So when I go to market, I'm not interested in the new introductions that you have. Just please give me something that you haven't already sold. However, he doesn't see markets as a waste of time. He says that they provide excellent networking opportunities, which are always valuable. People will continue to go to markets, he said but I don't know what the attendance numbers are or will be. I have to believe that they're way down from 2018 and 2019, and I think we'll continue to see that. Tom Connolly, who's the president of the High Point Market Authority, says he heard a great analogy to sum up the situation. With COVID, it's a whole new ball game, but we're only in the third inning. He said, that's a great quote, and I wish, I wish I had said it, because quite frankly, I don't think anybody really knows what the end is. We all have a lot of ideas and suspicions, but we just don't know for sure. What Connolly says he does know is that there will continue to be people going out of business and there will continue to be mergers and acquisitions. And so the pool from which people that sell in that space, the pool will be smaller. There's no question in my mind about that. He explains that networking is extremely important, specifically for sales reps who sometimes only get the opportunity to talk to the principals of the company at markets, but that brick and mortar retail buyer attendance continues to shrink while the designers and architect segments continue to grow. He said, from a trade show perspective, we'll see the same or more buyers coming to the market, but the mix will be very, very different. And that's just a reflection on reality. The supply chain has not been fixed. It isn't even close to being fixed, as I have seen estimates from six months to 18 months. It will simply be a gradual fixing. However, there's no idea of when things might actually settle down. Freight prices are coming down for trans-ocean shipments, but the shortage of truck drivers is simply not abating. So what does that mean if I can't have as many new products as I had before, if the new products are more expensive? Do I, as a buyer, need to attend quite so many trade shows? That's going to be a real challenge, figuring out how to enhance the value proposition for any trade show. And that's just one big question the FAM came upon when it reached out to its industry members. Others include, what is the market competition like for me? 
What is the market cycle accomplishing for me? What creates success along the way? And what role does the market serve for me today? Lael Thompson, who's the Chief Operations Officer at Home Collections Furniture, says that because of questions like these, there's a shift in behavior when it comes to trade shows. First off, the educational component has become even more important. One of the big reasons that we go to market is to learn, and whether we're learning from each other or from the speaker, we want to go home with something that we can put into use in the business to make more money, be more efficient, and simply run a better business, he says. With COVID preventing people from coming to the usually eventful market, networking hasn't been as strong as it was in the past. This temporary end to in-person interaction and the related extended safety measures also put a temporary end to the personal feel of markets. Thompson says that the future of the market depends on what level of value show providers are able to give the attendees. Because if you can't make it valuable to the attendees, then you're not going to get the attendance. The vendors aren't going to want to pay the rents, and it's the snake eating the tail, Thompson explained. I think the future market is good if we can continue to evoke the old school passion of the industry. And the heart of the industry has always been people and their relationships, Thompson said. So will markets ever get back to normal? Thompson and Conley both think there's a good possibility, but it could take years. And if COVID continues to keep surging in waves, that might very well be true. Kartanov is more optimistic. There's a new focus on the home, he says, and there's a new focus on people working remotely. Once things like the pandemic and logistics kind of normalize, I think markets will come back and be stronger than they were in the past. Check out more audio stories at fam.news, where you're always part of the fam. Fam Fam.news, the only team in the mattress business to bring you audio stories with every story. The way it should be.